You're listening to The Molds That Make Fatherhood. This is the podcast where we have real conversations about what it means to be a father, how we navigate through that as men. On this first episode, I talk with my own father in an eye-opening and emotional conversation about our relationship and his journey through the lens of fatherhood. I hope you enjoy. All right, all right, all right. We recording, man. Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of The Molds That Make Fatherhood. And, um, you know, for the first episode, I'm here with my father on Father's Day. We're actually recording this on Father's Day. So I'll start by saying happy Father's Day, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm at work, and but I, I'm feeling good. How about yourself? Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel good, man. I'm going to get to see my kids later after we record this. Actually, as soon as we're done recording this, I'm going to go pick up the kids and, you know, just get my Father's Day officially you know, going with them. So, so yeah, man. How you spending your Father's Day? Right here at work. <laughs> my <laughs> my usual, my usual. But uh, I'm okay though. I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, so I mean, I'm sure a lot of people that's you know, whoever's gone, I don't know how many people are gonna watch this, right? But I don't know. Most people that's watching this probably don't know. They don't know our history. They don't know, um, you know, our relationship or anything like that. But you know, maybe we'll get to talk about some of that through. Um, through this conversation, but obviously the first question I wanted to ask you, you know, we can get right into it is, you know, when I asked you to be on a podcast, you know, and I told you I was starting this, what were, what were your initial thoughts when I asked you to be on a podcast with me? I mean, for one, I, I'll say because I, I'm proud of you and for you to ask me that, I figure you probably had some questions you needed to ask me and I needed to answer them. So I had no problem with it. Yeah, did you, did you, I know you mentioned before we start recording, you said, you know, you were a little nervous and I was, I'm a little nervous too, actually, is that, did you get some of those feelings when I asked you or, or not? Oh, without a doubt, <laughs> without a doubt, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sure it's a, because there's going to be some questions that, that touch me and, and, you know. All right, we got interrupted real quick, but we back, man, we back, so. <laughs> I ain't gonna put you. In, I ain't gonna put your feet to the fire. To, you know, right from the jump. I want to ask some baseline questions. It's about you, man. About your life. About your history. And you know, we, if you can think or remember way back when, way back when, <laughs> when you found out you were gonna be a father for the first time. You know, like what were some of the thoughts going through your mind when you found out you were gonna be a father for the first time? Well, first of all, we ain't gotta say way, way back <laughs> when. But uh, <laughs> um, I remember. Uh, I was I was happy. I was thrilled because at the same time I was getting married at the same time, because when we when we when me and your mother got married, um, she was nine months pregnant with you. So it was exciting. I was, I, I, you know, that was my first time. So I wasn't sure what to do and all that. But I was happy, yeah. you know, because everything that was it was it was all falling into place at that time. Did you feel like, did you feel prepared, like you was ready to be a father? I, I didn't know, because I didn't know what was, what, like, what being a father was, yeah. because of my upbringing. So I really didn't know the, how to be. I was just going to go with the flow, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get, we're going to get into that a little bit, too. And you know, it's just about your upbringing and, and things like that. Um so 
let's let's go ahead and get into that. Tell me about your upbringing and tell me like what about your upbringing feel like you didn't prepare you or maybe you know for fatherhood. I mean, I, I I'll say, you know, I, I love my father. He was a very hard worker and very strict, but at the same time, he was never there. And only time he was there is for um, discipline. Yeah. And 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 that's all I can remember. I, I, I've never been to a baseball, football game. Never been outside throwing a football or or anything out at all. My my upbringing was speaking of the devil. He just called and. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> And the, the very thing is, is, like I said, he would get out of his car and jump in the truck and go out picking up scrap and refrigerator stoves and, and, uh, and that nature and come home and have me and my brother out in the yard tearing them apart. That was our upbringing. We couldn't play with the other kids because we was always working. And like I said, he was never there. So it, it, was, it was a rough upbringing. So did you see like, you know, did you see other kids in the neighborhood that had different interactions with their father, different relationships with their fathers? And, and um, you know. I, I I say yes and no to a certain extent because they were all, you know, they were all out having fun and doing things, like I said, playing football in the street and different type of stuff. And we really didn't get to see too much of that because we were in the yard me and my brother doing working. So as far as when like the school programs and, and things like that, no, my father never attended anything like that or nothing like anything like that. So no, but I did see other kids with their fathers and parents and stuff like that. My mother was always, whatever we did, she was the one that did it with us. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so when you look back on your childhood and, and your relationship, you know, things you was doing with your brother and your father, like what's what's one of the craziest. Tell me about one of your craziest childhood memories that you can you can remember. <laughs> you know, um, I, it's funny because I asked my father about this question that you asked me. And it's, it, I don't, it's maybe it's a little embarrassing and it, it kind of at the same time I, I had to find out because. My father, like I said, he was very, when he punished you, he punished you. And we had a dog, a big uh, German shepherd that used to be down in the basement. And the dog didn't know me. So one day my father wanted to punish me. And his punishment was for you to go in the basement. Wow. And he tried to push me down the basement stairs into the basement. And I, and I wouldn't go. And that stayed in my mind growing up oh, and, and just recently I asked him like why did you do that and he had no answer for me so that that's definitely going to always be in my mind like what would have happened if I had went down them stairs yeah you know. that's wild man do, do you feel like he, he should have had an answer for you I, I think he should. I mean, I, I'll say this about my father because I'm not trying to say he was a bad man. Right, right. But he 
just didn't know what he just didn't know. My father grew up in Alabama with a third grade education. And like I said, he all, it was always food on the table and things like, like that and that nature. And he always worked hard and we never wanted for anything. But fire is the love and being there for us. It's, it's just from there. I mean, I don't know how he got disciplined when he was a kid. And I'm thinking maybe he was doing what he was taught or shown. And, he, and that's how he raised us. So, but it, it was rough. So how did that that relationship with your father how, that you had, how did that impact how you view what fatherhood was supposed to be? I, I, I really, I just never knew what, I just think just fatherhood was just supporting your family and just making sure that all the bills was paid and, and everything was taken care of. Oh, I mean, because I just didn't know what being a father was. Yeah. I didn't know. I just didn't know. So, and I think today I'm paying for it. In what way? Because, you know, I love all my kids, but I don't think they love me. Mm-hmm. And and that's because I wasn't there like I should have been. My grandkids don't even know me. So, and I always think, you know, when I sit at home and I say, if something happened to me today, who's going to be there? Is anybody going to really be at my funeral? You know? And my stepdaughter, Vanessa, she got married not, uh, not too long ago. And I wasn't even invited to the wedding. And that hurt. And even today, as Father's Day, I doubt if I get phone calls saying Happy Father's. I never get a phone call saying Happy Birthday. But I try to reach out to all of them on their birthday and say Happy Birthday to them just to let them know I do know. But I never get any of that. And I try to, I like it, brush it off like it's okay, but it's not. Well, you know, you about to get me emotional already on this on this call, man. Like to to respond to something that you said. Hopefully, you got a lot of time left here, man. But um, I'm gonna be there if that ever happens. You know, you pass away before me, and you're gone. I'm gonna be there, um, and you know, I'm always love you. You're my father, like you know, and and I'm gonna be there. Um, when you, you know, when you think about your relationship with your kids, like what do you? What do you what would you say that what's something that you think that they believe to be true about you that you would want to tell them that is, that's not true? But I would tell them no matter what, no matter if I don't call, I'm always be there. I'm I'm always a phone call away. If, my, if any one of my kids called me right now and said they needed me, I'm coming. Whatever, I don't make no difference what I'm doing and where I'm at. I'm coming. And I just want them to know that I, I love them. 
I love all my kids. And and I know I've just I haven't been there as a dad supposed to be, but I definitely would be there when you need me. Do you ever have times where you like, man, you feel like you want to call or reach out and and for some reason you don't? All the time. All the time, because I don't I don't know I don't even know where to start. Uh, man, I, you don't even know how many times I think about this on a regular when I, because I'm friends with my kids on Facebook and I watch everything they do all the time. Yeah, you know, and and I'm sure they watch. They see we both friends, so they see what I do, see what I say, and I see the kids growing up. I see the doing the graduations, the football games. The whole Nazi, I, everything. I look at it all the time. I talk about my kids to everybody, and so, and, and especially you, as my son. I always, always talk about you. And now, I, I, there was the conversation just came up with my sister the other day because uh, my uh, my niece' daughter goes to Hush Tech, and she the star of the track team, and I and she don't know you. And I said, you didn't know him, man, graduated from what? I said, I said, ask anybody in the school about him. I said, they know. <laughs> so she said she, that's what she's going to do. She just won uh, the track meet the other day. And I, I just didn't understand how she didn't know about you. Yeah. I, I didn't, and I didn't know, you know? And I feel like, yeah. man, <sighs> family... You know, obviously you can't choose your family, but it, it, it highlights the importance of family, I think, and how we got to stay connected and right. just kind of change, just kind of change things, change the way we 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 used to doing things. Um, you mentioned that, like you said, you mentioned that you didn't know where to start. Um, if you had a, what's something that you would want to see? Before you die, right? What's something that you would want to see happen um, before you pass away when it comes to you, your relationship with your kids, and just in general as a father? I would like to. You're on mute again. You're on mute. All of my kids and grandkids all together doing something together, letting my grandkids meet me, meet me, them, get they get to know me. And because I don't know when, it, I mean, Time is short. People dropping every day. And, you know, it, it, it's sad. Yeah. So, no, I would love for, uh, I mean, to have a whole family picnic where everybody's there, everybody getting to know each other and meet each other. All of my kids are there. That would be a beautiful thing. Yeah. We got to make it happen then. I, I, that's something we can make happen. If we really want to make it happen, I think we can do it. Um, yeah, I think so, too. I, th- I know we can. So what's when we're talking about us, like in particular, since me and you talking on the phone, like how would you, in your own words, how would you describe our relationship over the years? You know what? I think you and I, you always reached out. It was you. It, it wasn't even me. You always took the initiative. To re- I, 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 I ain't going to say I love our relationship because I love you, but I don't know your kids either. And I would love to get to know, but I do believe 
that you love me and you would definitely be there for me. But uh, out of all of the kids, you're the only one that reach out. So I, I would love a, a stronger buy. Uh, and, and, and that was the reason for me doing this, because I knew I was like, I, I, I didn't have any choice whether I wanted to do it or not, because I knew it was questions that needed to be asked and needed to be answered. And I wasn't going to run from that. And I appreciate that, man. I, I, I really do appreciate it. And I was, you know, I was thinking this morning um, just about our conversation and, and, you know, I was really, I was anxious, man. I was, and I, but I was trying not to be anxious at the same time, because um, if I'm being like just completely transparent, I didn't know, I didn't know if he was going to show up and, and I didn't want to get too excited for it. Like, I didn't want to get excited for our conversation and potentially be let down. And, but I was so, got but, but, but I really wanted to have this conversation and, um, and just talk to you, man. And like, and I, because, you know, like you said, I'm, I'm one of the only ones that stayed in touch and reach out, but it's because I understand that everybody got a story and, you know, I would say maybe, you know, when it comes to comparatively speaking to my other siblings, that, you know, your story is essentially part of my story. So if I want to learn more about me, I got to learn more about you. And, and there was a time where I was like, I had to come to a, a higher realization, like when I was a kid. And we, you know, we didn't have the great greatest relationship. We wasn't communicating a whole lot. And I I realized how much I was like you. And there was a part, there was a part of me that didn't like it. <laughs> and but I don't know if you remember this, right? So we we came to your house in Niagara Falls, me and the whole crew. Like we came in over there and played spades. I don't know if you remember this night. So yeah, me, me, shooter, King, like Kenny. Shirley came over. We all came over. We played space and you had a partner. It was a female. I don't remember who it was, who, her name or nothing like that. But y'all beat us every time because y'all was underbitten and y'all we weren't playing sandbags or nothing like that. <laughs> but but I remember somebody, my man Mario, his girlfriend, she broke your paper towel holder. It was like on a, it was on hanging somewhere. In the and, she, and it was hanging in the kitchen and she broke it off of wherever it was. He was like, he's like, girl, I paid like hundred thousand dollars for that paper towel. <laughs> I, I forget what you said, some ridiculous amount of money. And I'm like, hey, yo, me and Shooter looked at each other and Shirley, because because that's some of the same shit that we say all the time. And I'm like, yo, he he just like us. <laughs> and, and just coming to that realization that like, yo, I, I am a lot like my father, and and my father has a lot of great qualities. Um, and I should be proud of those qualities to, you know, where I'm like my father, cause, cause you, 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 
you're a funny dude. You you got a great personality. People love to be around you. And um, and I was like, man, I you know I am a lot like my father. You know, and a lot and a lot. Of, I always said that. I said <laughs> that you. I'm so proud of you because you are doing everything that I wanted to do, even starting from the school and sports. I mean, I was always and I was good at everything I did in sports. I was good at. And I, I couldn't help it. It was just in me when it came to physical fitness. I mean, from lifting weights to pull up to basketball to football to skating, I was good at it. And then, and then when I seen you doing it, I was like, wow. I mean, I was so happy. And, you know, that, that was like, yeah, there go me right there. I, I, I love that. Was, that I always been into I was like, because that's something. If I had to took another direction, I always wondered where would I be, especially when it came to football because I was good. But I was, I wanted to, I liked it the streets because that's what I really, because my father wasn't there. And so I turned to the older guys that was in the street, looked like they was having so much fun and all like that. So I wanted to be with them yeah. instead of go and do something else. So Instead of me continuing to play football and do everything, I, I was running the streets. So, I mean, and by me doing that, I've been shot three times. I got a bullet in my back too close to my spinal cord. And I've been stabbed. So the streets wasn't for me. Thank God today I'm still here. You know, so. Would you say when you was growing up that you know, did you more so look up to the cats in the streets than maybe you did your own father? Exactly. Exactly, because they showed me more respect. They showed me, I was thinking they were showing me anything I, I, I needed to learn. I mean, I learned the streets. My father taught me how to be a hard worker. I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to take everything from him because I am a part of my father. And I see that. When you said what you said about me, and I, I said the same thing about my father. Because I think that's where I got all being this hard worker because he always was working. He always was doing, if he wasn't picking up junk or working at UB or he was always doing something to make some money and to provide. And that's me because everybody asks me, like, like, when do you go home? Like, <laughs> I mean, my whole life is working. <laughs> you know, I ain't been home in two and a half days right now. So, so so I, I get that part, you know, and I, I had to turn it around from me being out in the street, trying to make the, the easy money out in the street to doing it the way you're supposed to do it, being, you know, adult about things and getting a job. And I think I, I don't know if it's for sure. If I'm just so used to at one time when I was in the streets, I was, you know, I used to be able to go in the store and like just grab this and grab that all that because I had that money in my pocket. Yeah. And then I remember one time when I gave up that lifestyle, I went into the store and I put all this stuff on the counter and then I realized I didn't have no money. <laughs> so I had to tell the lady, I left my wallet in the car. <laughs> so I just ran out and <laughs> area got out the store. Uh, <laughs> so with so, every since, I've been working so I can have some money in my pocket. <laughs> Did that when that happened, did you feel like 
Did you ever have the itch to go back to that lifestyle? Yeah, uh, quite a few times. But reality set in at the same time. <laughs> so, I, no, that wasn't for me. Yeah, that wasn't for me. Ain't nothing promised you in that lifetime but jails, institutions of death, and I ain't yeah. trying to go like that. I hear you. So. Yeah, you was talking about uh, this one. You you was talking about another thought came to my mind when you was talking about you. You was looking at me. You was like, "Yo, that's me." And because I remember another time, I remember when we went we went skating, and I think we was, we was, we went skating with Deanna and her mom. Yeah, and, and her mom, yeah. Yeah, and, and that was the first time I saw you skate. And I was like, yo, he getting it on them skates. <laughs> and I was like, because like, a lot of people don't know me skating. That was the thing in Buffalo. We used to go skating every weekend. And it's getting real big again now. And I used to, like, pride myself on how I, how I moved on some skates, man. I loved it. I mean, it was just cool to see to see you on the skates, just like gliding effortlessly, man, looking smooth on on the skate skate yes, floor. Me and my me and my boy Jeff, I had a partner. He, he gone now. That was my boy. But if you think I could skate, Jeff was the man. It ain't nothing Jeff couldn't do on a pair of roller skates. Me and Jeff would get our skates. We had got we had made our skates. We are you know back then we had to decorate our skate. We paste spray painted them. We had flashlights on the bottom of them. So we yeah. thought we would think we got the we got the do-rag hanging out our pocket. Mm-hmm. As we ain't had no money, we would put our skates on and roller skate to the ring. Cause if we had no way to get there. And that was all the time. I mean we lived at skating. So I, I I miss those days. Those was fun days. You know and I miss that. So yeah, you it, that part of me you got from me. The brain part you got from your mama. <laughs> Man, was was that, you know, would you say you talking about Jeff that used to live on Rother? Yes. Yeah. Man, Jeff, before I ask you this next, Jeff, man, he gave me the best deal I ever got in my life. Cause you know, Jeff was he never got off that stuff. And yeah. and um I remember I bought a Nintendo from Jeff. <laughs> like, it was probably his kids. Like I didn't. I was young, so I didn't probably. care. Like I was trying. I bought it. He sold me a Nintendo in in six games for four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Jeff. <laughs> and, you know that that Jeff that you knew then, if you had a knew him growing up. When I tell you, honestly, Jeff was one of my idols. I wanted to be like Jeff because, and I was older because. Mm-hmm. Jeff, Jeff could, when I say on no roller skates, you couldn't touch him. When he get on the bike, he would take the front wheel off and woolly all over town without putting that bike down. And, you know, he got caught up in the streets, you know, but it's because there's always another side to a person. And, and, and I wish you had known that side of him. Well, what, you know, for the time, because we still got... You know, God willing, we got time left. Um, what side of you do you want me to know before you leave this earth or either one of us leave this earth? I mean, I think you know it. Like, because you you just said, I mean, I'm a fun person. I'm 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 good to be around. I'd love to have fun. I'm a I'm a big joker. If we play in space, I talk shit. Mm-hmm. If, if you see on the, if you're on the opposite team. You might put me out your house because I talk shit. <laughs> so, I mean, 
I, I love to have fun. I mean, I love to do stuff. And um, and I, I just, I want to be able to, to, I want my grandkids to know me before I leave. Definitely, I'll make that happen. Um, <laughs> man, I almost forgot what question. So, so I guess I want to ask, you know, because I have other questions too, like, but do you have any questions for me? Um, why? What? I, I I really don't have a question for you because I know you, and and I already know the answer to the question because you are who you are, and I was just more likely want to like why did you hang in there? Why did you keep continuously reaching out to me? You know, um, I'm not perfect, you know. And you know, I made I made mistakes in my life, man, and I made a lot. I've I've had, you know, even when I was growing up, I was not the best when it came to relationships. You know, I had some really great qualities, but I had some some bad qualities too. And you know, I had issues with you know my dealing with my emotions. I had issues with you know treating women right like I had all kind of issues and I knew that if I'm not perfect how can I expect anybody else to be perfect and so because everybody got a story right and so I'm like man I really believe in being the best trying to be the best version of myself and that comes with being compassionate um, to other people's story and other people's experiences and so what value did I get from not reaching out to you? Like I realized when I wasn't reaching out to you, it was more so because I was trying to hurt you. Right? Like I, I wanted you to feel abandoned like I felt. Mm. And I was like, how did that make me any better? Like how did that make me a good person to try to make somebody feel hurt like I felt hurt. And and I prided myself on trying to be the best father I could be. And if I'm like, if I'm going to set the best example that I can set, then I'm not going to try to cause anybody any pain. I just want to spread love. I want my father to know that no matter what, I love him. That I forgive him. That I understand he ain't perfect. And, and if I could be an example of what trying to strive for better looks like, then let me be an example to my father. Um, let me be an example to other men that don't have their father in their life that, that feel like, man, I'm not going to reach out to my pops. Like, fuck him. Like, hmm. nah, that ain't the move, man. Like, and even with 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 with, with that, even with Deontay, now I, I you know everybody was telling me how you know, oh how he was dogging me out in the streets and everything like that. But he's still my son. Even like why he's being locked up right now, I said okay, I, I just sent him some money yesterday because he wanted some money. But I said now let me see. Do he call me today and say happy Father's Day? He called me every every other day until I sent that money. 
<laughs> now, see, do he call me today? You know, he's still hurting, man. And and I maybe I can provide some insight into what he may be feeling. I obviously can't speak for him. But here's what I believe. Um, I believe that he's still hurting and that he feels like you owe him something. All right. So like he's gonna try to get if he he's gonna if he's gonna if he needs something, he's gonna reach out. Because he feel like as his father, you owe that to him. And and he don't necessarily gotta reciprocate it. Like that, and you know, he feels like, look, if I'm in a bind, if I'm in a if if I'm in a tough spot, you my pops, you supposed to look out for me. That's your job. Right? Like it ain't necessarily me. I gotta reciprocate it back. I ain't gotta call you. I ain't gotta, but you my father, that's your job. You brought me into this world. Like, and I would imagine that part of him feels that way. Mm-hmm. But until he can completely heal and understand and like, yo, like understand compassion and empathy and all these things and and grow where he needs to grow. Like, you know, obviously he got some growing to do. He in jail right now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so hopefully when he get out, man, I've talked to him a lot too, you know, hopefully when he get out, he don't, he don't plan, he don't go back. All right. And I talked to him already. I'm like, look, man, you go back, man. I'm you've lost you probably lost my financial support and all that stuff because I can't I can't keep supporting the same right. thing. Right, you know. Right. Um right. yeah. And then I, I got an issue because by me being his dad, and when he get out, he gotta have somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. And, and he can't go to his mom's. Mm-hmm. So I had to say, yeah, you can come here. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a whole issue on itself right there. That's going to be a very interesting experience. That's going to be very interesting. How you, yeah. what, are your, what are your initial thoughts on that? How you feeling about that? I, I mean, I feel like he's my son and I got to give him a chance. But I, I know we got to have to sit down. We got to have that, that discussion, the do's and the don'ts and all that. I don't feel like he's going to respect my do's and don'ts. I really don't. But I got to give him a chance. What would you say to him if he says, you got to earn my respect? And I mean, that's, that's, that's understandable, but to a certain extent, because still, no matter what, I'm your father. No matter if, no matter what you, this is my house and, and this is how it's going to go down. So if you don't want to respect that, then I don't, I don't care. But I can dig the but me earning his respect because I wasn't there. And maybe he wouldn't be where he is if I had been if I had been doing what I needed to do. So I I have to look at all those areas. Yeah. So I, I get it. I, I would never turn my back on him, but at the same time, you ain't gonna just do what you want to do. Right, right. And we that, that'll be interesting, man. I'm I'm here for that too, man. I'm here to 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 help you out I'm, with that. I'm, I'm, like, I might I might need I might need you on that part. <laughs> for real. You no, know, Deontay, yeah. big boy, man. Like he, you know, yeah, I know he, I know, I know he in there working out. 
<laughs> yeah, thank you. Any any about six feet one? What? <laughs> Man, I mean, like, I, go. remember when we first started kicking it? You know, he was still like a young teenager. He was still he's strong. You know, what I'm saying he's a strong motherfucker, man. Like, and, and we wrestled. I had to let him have it because at TA house he wanted to test me already. He's like, "Yo, I'm gonna test Big Bro." See what's up. I remember you. I heard about it. I let him have it at TA house, and he was like, "Yo, he." I was talking to him when he's in jail. He's like, "Look, man, we got to go another round." When I get out, I'm like, "Man, too old for that shit." Now he's trying to around with you. I just. I just told somebody the other day, I said, he is not going to come to my house and whoop my ass, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That that, that is just not going to happen because I will hit him over there with a chair. I know I I can't beat him. I'm I'm 57 years old. He in jail lifting weights, (laughs) waiting to get out. So, no, I know I can't win that. I ain't no fool. I can't win that. So while you standing there talking shit, I might have to knock you out. Yeah. <laughs> sneak, sneak, sneak attack your ass. <laughs> right, exactly. I, I can't give you that fair fight. Yeah. But I still love you. When you wake up, I still love you. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's what's up, man. I, I you know, I could t- I could sit here, honestly could sit here and talk to you, man, all day. And you know, I really appreciate you sit, you having this conversation with me and, you know, maybe for the long line, we could do it again and, and talk uh, to you I, I would love to. I'd love um, to. I mean, I look forward because when, when we talk, I love when we talk because we talk, we laugh, we joke about stuff. And it, it's fun. And this is the first, like, serious conversation we really had, even though it was some little <laughs> laughing in there, too. And at the same time, some serious was going on. So I, I enjoyed that. I, I, I was nervous. I was like, even when, like, I had an incident uh, right before 11.30. We said we was going to go on at 11.30. One of my drivers didn't show up for work. I was like, now, if I call him and tell him I cannot get on this broadcast because my driver ain't show up and I got to go drive, mm-hmm. is he really going to believe what I'm telling him? And so. I'm muted. I can't hear you. You're muted right now. I can't even hear what you're saying. <laughs> so I'm glad it worked out for the best. Guy works in mysterious way. He made it work out. Yeah, for sure. Um, so fit. So uh, last thing, last thing before we hop off here, man. If there was anything, you know, I didn't, I didn't prepare you for this one. But if there's any fatherly advice you would give to me, um you know, when it comes to raising my own children, what would be um, the advice that you would give to me? I would just tell you to keep doing what you're doing because I'm watching what you're doing. Even though I don't make comment, I see on Facebook when you when you out with your kids at the football game, when you out getting ice cream, when you out doing everything y'all be doing when you with your daughter and she kind of had her dress on us that day. And I mean, I was watching everything you do. I'll be watching even though I don't speak on it. You just keep doing what you're doing because you're a great dad. You get great inspiration for all these dads. So just keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate that. And uh, thank you so much, man, for, for, for coming on here, being vulnerable, um, showing up for me, and having this conversation, man. It's, it's, it's greatly appreciated. Thank you, sir. No problem. Anytime. 
I love you, man. Happy Father's Day. And I love you the same to you. Hey, man. Hey, man. If you're watching, thanks for watching. You know, we're going to keep doing this and we're going to keep promoting fatherhood and and what it means to be a father. There's so many different things and it's not one mold. So this is the most that make fatherhood. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Modes That Make Fatherhood. I hope you enjoyed it. Please continue to follow us along on this journey. And if you want to see the video of this conversation, you can check us out on YouTube. Please share this with your friends if you found value. And I'll see you next time.